When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Forever. Yeah, I look. I just watch. Who am I to talk about this? Who am I? Who am I to make fun of anything? I, I watched the blooper reel for the wrong Missy so, yesterday. For, okay, so for those of you reel, who don't know, Julie. Tom has this like compulsive need to watch everything that has Happy Madison, you mm-hmm. know, written on it. Is that fair to say? It's fair to say that sometimes when I uh, sometimes he says when sometimes <laughs> every time. <laughs> When I see that logo pop up, I'm like, should I watch this? And then a voice says to me, you know what the voice says? What? You can do it. for double threat yeah it is i'm tom sharpling and i'm in los angeles i'm julie klausner i'm in new york i'm and not we... making fun of you by the way that's all right now look it's fine it's fine i get it that's what i sound like that's what i oh, sound like oh that's not how you sound I'm like i'm in los angeles and I'm, I'm in los angeles well welcome to double threat this is the show featuring the two brightest lights in all of broadcasting and we are here and it's double thread and we're teamed yes. up think and about, we're think doing the, the show. The crown of broadcasting is being like having as many lights on it as a vanity mirror and they're all burnt out except for two and they're yes. where horns would be if you were the devil. Exactly. And then we reach over and we put some white powder on our face and then we take High some five. bends of Benzid, Benza, hydrochlory. What we take it some hyd- hydroxychloroquine, and then we go showtime. It's showtime, folks. It's the the new the all that jazz reboot is coming, and it's this time he takes hydroxychloroquine <laughs> <laughs> when he gets ramped up. This time, right. Joe and Gideon so, is <laughs> Joe Gideon is dead by the third scene, and there's no <laughs> yeah, there's not even yeah. like a bye bye. He doesn't even get to the bye bye love because he he dies so quickly that there's. You know, no chance to organize Ben Vereen and so on. How do you sell that movie when you're just like, I'm going to make a movie about my own death. I'm listening. Sure. And it's insane. (laughs) And it's 
I really want it's not to ambitious film though, right? The way I want to die. Okay, but is it ambitious? Like, there's no like dance sequences. Are there? Oh no, it's the most ambitious movie ever. <laughs> and then we'll take you know that Everly Brothers song "Bye Bye Love." We're gonna kind turn of? it into we're, yeah yeah yeah. But we're gonna I think turn I do. I think I do. 20, what if, what if we turn it into a 22 minute dan- dance number? Okay. That everyone it, from my life is going to be there, and the crazy thing is, it works, and you get choked up every time. And you change it from "Bye Bye Love" to "Bye Bye Life," which is probably like one of the least funny like song parodies. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Weird Al isn't even like. I don't even feel like I'm in competition. Well, that'd be more nasal. I don't even feel like I'm in competition with that. And it's Weird Al. Everybody says weird Al Yankovic, right? Why aren't they saying weird Al Yankovic? Because weird is in quotes, right? Like when you see a sign that's like like, a, like free just, cherries or something. Why, why yeah. am I why am I going to places that are giving out free cherries? Is the bigger question. Yeah, where where are you shopping? <laughs> Place free cherries. And I'm making fun of the person who made the sign as opposed to me. That's like, oh, these are the best cherries I've ever yeah. had. These cherries are free, right? Like you're just like like. It's not some kind of, it's not some trick to get me to come in there for, like, your sign says free cherries. There better be some free cherries in there. Here's my question. Why is it sexy when a woman, like, spits out a cherry stem that she's managed to put in a knot using her tongue? And why isn't it more appreciated if a woman could, like, Maybe put like 10 or 12 cherries in her mouth and then just spit out the pits and then be like, oh, I got nothing but cherry meat. Chomp, chomp, chomp. (laughs) Wouldn't that make you like, who is she? I would like to see a pretty lady put 15 (laughs) cherries in her mouth and then just go, and like just like knocking targets down. With the with the with the pits, empty coffee cans, or she like goes pating and it goes into the ground and then immediately boop a cherry tree grows. And like then George she, George Washington comes in, chops it down, shows up. Yeah, that's what I want to see. That's my idea of uh, sexy. That's kind of my idea of uh, sexy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Watching a lady eat a bag full of cherries in one mouthful. Are you someone that spits out the pits of a watermelon slice experience or do you pick them out so that you can like go to town on the seedless meat? Yeah, I guess I, I uh, the, se- the, the seed part of watermelon is probably why I'm not a big fan of watermelon in general. Mm-hmm. It just seems very prohibitive. Right. It's to- like obstacles. Yeah. And then when they're just like, we got seedless watermelon, it's like, well, this seems like it's just. It seems like it's what's the difference between this and like it's like the fruit version of double stuff or something where it's clearly (laughs) (laughs) clearly some genetic experiment. I like the idea of you at a Gelson's like I'm morally opposed to the following products (laughs) that you have in your well you're like double stuff too much stuff. You've seen the video of me outside (laughs) Gelson's. You were Tom was the first male Karen. I am known as Caro. Caro, like the corn syrup. I'm I'm the Caro. I'm the bro Karen, (laughs) and I go to grocery stores now, and I'm just like, you realize these double stuffs have uh, twice the uh, twice the filling that the regular Oreos have, right? Can I speak to the manager? I'd like to like to speak to the manager about this. 
these also, Oreos. They're saying double stuff is double. It's not actually double. It's just there's more than the other. Than the and then the, and then the salesperson Oreo. is like, sir, we let you in because you were wearing a mask. You pulled it off just to tell me that you need to leave. And then, yeah. And then I pull my mask off and I have a mouthful of cherry picks and I start <laughs> spitting them all over the store. And I'm just like, and I go, why so serious? I Did just I- spit all of my, all of my fascinations into one moment. The Joker and, and Oreo cookies and complaining at grocery stores about face masks. It all folds into one moment. I why have a question. so serious? <laughs> And which aisle would you have uh, Clorox wiped? Oh, you're out of them? Okay. I just. Why so out of them? Why so? Uh, yes. Hi. I'd like to complain to the manager. You're out of uh, Clorox wipes. And that really violates my rights here that you're out of them. I am entitled. This is a store. You should have everything I want in it. Hi. And. I mean, if you guys haven't seen this video of this woman uh, shouting at staff at Gelson's who are being as nice as can be about saying, I'm sorry, ma'am, we'll happily do your shopping for you, but you can't come in without a mask. Um, it's really depressing. It's really bleak. Oh, did you see that um, that Renee Zellweger said my name on the Smash reunion? No. She did. You hosted the Smash reunion. I did, and um, she hosted the like um, the actual concert that like the reunion was in the intermission of. And I say intermission okay. because it's theater. Um, mm-hmm. Renee Zellweger yeah. wore a baseball hat, which I thought was fascinating. What did the hat say on it? I think it was like a Texas hat, like Who it was farted? like orange, and it made. Wait, what did you think it said? Who farted? <laughs> what if, said, if, said you had me at who farted? If Renee Zellweger came out wearing a hat that said you had me at who farted, <laughs> I'd just be like, "This is the best person in show business right now." <laughs> Somebody gets it finally. Have you ever had anyone show up to a Zoom wearing something where you're like, "Oh, okay." I'm excited about finally seeing one of these Zoom bombs everybody's talking about, <laughs> where somebody, where people are like, "Who's, who's, uh." Who's who's uh, Freddie? And they're just that like might, we don't, we kind of don't know Freddie. And then finally, bleh, he jumps up. Bleh, and like that might be a fun idea for a future episode. Brett is if we get Zoom bombed like every like. Well, obviously we don't want to say every half hour because the whole idea is that it's chaos and we're not expecting it. But please, no more than every half an hour because then we're yeah. not going to get anything done. Brett, have you been Zoom bombed? Um, I I haven't no, uh, but. Uh, more than once people have thought that I was zoom bombing, uh, because I'm, you know, I've been recording a lot of podcasts and so, um, sometimes I will just be on the call and Uh a guest will come on and like not know who I am and think that I'm like not supposed to be there. And then like (laughs) alert the hosts that like, I think there's somebody else on this call and they have to explain that it's who I am. So yeah. Humil- that's happened more than, it's more humiliating. than once. It's, 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 humiliating. It's like, on so many levels, it's humiliating. So you're yeah. the wrong, you're like mister. the wrong Missy, but for the wrong mister. All right. Uh, this is what I, f- okay. Tom, I feel like yeah. you've been hinting at this a long time. And I'm going to finally. All right. How did you like the wrong Missy? Was it the well, right movie? Well, that is maybe the, the wrong Missy is not the wrong movie. It's the right movie. 
10 stars. Really? 10? Possible five. Holy cow. <laughs> it's Ten? the best movie ever made. Um, mm-hmm. No, it's, look. What's it's the craziest? Yeah, yeah. Can I ask What's, you a question, though? What's yeah, the course. craziest thing that Lauren Lapkus's character does in it besides drink from a bottle of, like, alcohol instead of putting it in a glass first? Has has a a a uh i would say her 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 steely-eyed determination to have sex with david spade over and over is probably her most defining character where she's just like we're gonna we're gonna have sex we get to the hotel room we're doing it and he's like oh no i gotta it's the wrong one it's wrong missy because he invites the wrong missy to the to this corporate retreat and then the rest is, as they say in Save the Cat, fun and games, baby. Well, you got to get the cat in the tree, first of all. Then you got to get, get the, the cat, cat in the tree, the tree. And then, you're, uh, then it's time for fun and games. By the way, <laughs> Save the Cat is a screenwriting book. And it's fun to make fun of because the guy who wrote it wrote the movie Blank Check. And so he keeps going back to like, when I did Blank Check. And so when I first read Save the Cat, I was making fun of it to uh john ross bowie our friend john ross bowie and i said yeah mm-hmm. the guy who uh you know wrote the book kept talking about it. he wrote blank check and then i realized out loud but then he died of a brain aneurysm <laughs> and john, john ross bowie goes so let the baby have its bottle huh <laughs> fair enough <laughs> yeah so this guy is just like so when we <sighs> painted uh paul giamatti blue and decided it was is that what that movie was isn't that that movie? Brad! Is that a, is that a Frankie movie? Yeah, you're thinking the... Oh, what was that? The blank check is the one where the uh, guy gets his bike run over uh, by somebody in a limo. And then the, the, the guy is like so busy, he's on his, on his way to a meeting. And so he just hands him a check for the bike, but he didn't put in an amount. And so okay. the kid fills it out for a million dollars. And then... And uh, clears. And buys like a, a water park, I think, or something. That's yeah, fun and games. That's fun and, that's yeah. fun and games. What's the deepest, darkest night? Kid kills itself. Trying to jerk um, off. He's just slips, trying to jerk off. Somebody slips at the water park. Uh-huh. Yeah, he has a big lawsuit. He gets embroiled in at the at the water park. At, water parks are gone, right? They're done, right? After COVID. There's no These more These are the parks. things that are gone. Water parks. Buffets. Buffets. Ball salad pits. Salad bars. Ball pits. Um, What else? Just, Julie, Friend. we can't just jump into a good old-fashioned ball pit anymore. That's infringing on my rights. Uh, yeah, it's infringing on my rights to uh, not jump into this ball pit. What about... I have some dunk- private business I need to do at the bottom of this ball pit. <laughs> what? I'd prefer not to tell you what I'm what going you, to do. It's like, wait, what are you doing at the bottom <laughs> yeah. of my ball yeah. pit? Yeah, and Did why you- are you bringing balls into the ball pit? Like, you're bringing weird <laughs> homemade balls Why in. are those balls moving? Are there, is yeah. there something in them or yeah. someone in them? Yeah. Uh, yes, they're little, uh, they're chinchillas. I raised yeah, chinchillas. Yeah, don't, don't bring chinchillas in my ball pit, lady. Uh, yeah, well, actually, I'd like to speak to a manager. It's my, uh, it's my I right am the manager. To, I am the I, manager. I want to raise chinchillas at your ball pit. <laughs> and roll around in them? <laughs> yeah. Do it in um, your own home. I don't care what anyone does in their own home. Our friend Jason Walliner found a, a bar in London and Philadelphia that is a ball pit bar. And they're just what? like, we're, we're coming back. Hang tight, everybody. It's like 
oh guys i don't know i don't know if your ball pit bar is gonna come back and they're like over one million balls like they're bragging we have over one million balls and it's like that's not a brag anymore that sounds like a nightmare that's just exponentially exposure risks we have over one million chances we're changing things at the ball pit bar a little bit post COVID 19 it used to be everybody could come in and jump in the ball pit drunk and jump new policy one customer every three weeks can come in because it takes us it takes us two thousand hours to clean every individual ball you come in now there's 15 balls we used to have a million just 15. I do you feel can like. You roll around on the floor with 15 balls. Once every three weeks, someone can play with 15 of the balls. Don't you, don't you think that does open itself up to, if you bring your own sack of balls, we will provide you a sanitized pit. Yeah, BYOB. <laughs> bring your own balls. Also, I can see there being a ball pit bar in Philadelphia, but London? Don't you? Aren't they supposed to be classier? Bump, 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 bump. Like that in every movie would be like they would show like the exterior of like Buckingham Palace and then you just are they classier? Some of the dumbest shows I've ever seen where people are like, oh, British television is better than American. Yeah, no, there's like four amazing British shows that are undeniably smarter than anything would get on in America. And then there's 5,000 of the dumbest shows that we would not let on the air in America. We would be that's gross or too mean shows where people get like mean, where people pick mean tattoos out for their friends to get that are like humiliating. Yeah. Like the word. Yeah. Of course you, of course you're, you're, you're in shock. That's a British show where you're just like, yeah, I picked a tattoo out for me. For my mate. For me, mate. Yeah. (laughs) For me, mate. Yeah. Like it would be like, I got a tattoo for him. It says just like I got (laughs) COVID-19. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news. Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Now, Julie, it's yes. hard times out there. It's hard times, and we're feeling these hard times. We're yes. feeling them. We're in the mid, uh, the mid quarantine malaise. It's you know Memorial Day weekend, and 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 people say, oh, you know, it's the unofficial start of summer, and I'm like, so what? Who cares? What is summer anyway? What is a weekend? And I say, go stuff it. I'm cranky, even though I'm yeah. 
alive and that's all that matters. Yeah. It's still the kind of thing where you're just like a Saturday is the same as a Wednesday mm-hmm. now. They're mm-hmm. all the same. What are we doing? And so we're 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 down in the dumps. We're we down got in the-, the dumps and you know we're we're like people who are like I can't get my hair cut nice. Now those people are starting to make sense to me when people are like, this is like, oh, shut up about your thing. It's like, now I'm just kind of like, yeah, no, I know. I can't go to a bookstore either. I want to go to a bookstore now. I want to go to a bookstore and walk around. Yeah, I still have 70 books here I haven't read, but I want to go look for a new one. I'm not going to buy anything anyway. Yeah. I'm probably just going to browse and touch things. I'll browse, I'll touch the stuff, and maybe I'll buy a book that will go with the pile of other books I'll never read. <laughs> But why I have a right I, to do Why I can't I do that? I do that. I miss shopping. Yeah. I want to sit in a restaurant <laughs> and complain about everything. Why I can't s- I do that again? Yeah. I want a basket of bread. I, I only sit, have bowls. I want to sit in a Mexican restaurant and be just like, this sauce is, just tastes like ketchup. <laughs> it's disgusting. Get this out of here. So we're cranky. When, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. So, yeah, we're crabby. We're crabby. We're, we're cranky. We're cranky babies. We're down in the dumps and we just want mommy to give us lollipops. Yeah, and mommy in this case is Brett. Brett the. What is your title? What is what is the title for you, Brett? Uh, producer, engineer. What do he what says do it you... at the end of every episode? But I never get to that point. Bongo dogo dogo dog forever dog. Wolf, Use that. Wolf, you just pull wolf. that. Woof 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 woof, 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 That's good. Forever. You know what you should do? <laughs> <laughs> what What should Brett do? And the dog goes, and he just keeps going forever. <laughs> forever. And it's the endless podcast. And people are like tapping their thing, just like it won't shut off. And it's like a weird Black Mirror episode. <laughs> The forever dog black lab mirror oh that's perfect black lab mirror <laughs> oh boy so anyway yeah, so cheer brett, us you're up the producer yeah cheer yeah. us up brett we know that's not your job but it kind of is because producer encompasses all kinds of things and some of this should be making the host happier i'm, yeah, glad, so I'm producer- glad to take on that role and, and i've got good news for for you guys there's a oh. i got a lot of good stuff that came in the good. email this week uh good. a lot produce, of stuff I produce some cheer, cheer for it produce, produce some, cheer. some happiness for our sad souls and yeah. by the way when we say good news you don't mean good news hosted by John Kraginski. No, no. And, which just sold say, a Viacom for, for a couple million dollars. $400 billion. <laughs> and what, what the I fuck just say, is that shit? Yeah. People are like so mad. They're like, dude, John Krasinski was doing the show good about positive things and now he's sold. It's like, wait, wh- what planet did you think this guy was like some arbiter of quality? Now you're just like, dude, John Krasinski sold the thing to uh, for a business deal. It's like, yeah, of course he did. Oh, you mean to sell what out? They're saying we they, they sold about? out? Yeah. It's not like Ian MacKay suddenly <laughs> did that. It's like, just like, oh. yeah, the Discord just put the whole thing up on CBS All Access. You can only listen to Minor Threat on <laughs> CBS All Access. It's not that. It's like yeah. an actor. People are really upset that he, like, 
is is losing his cred. I'll say the one thing. Yeah, he's losing his cred. Uh, The one thing I thought he lost was his voice. Did you watch that thing? I haven't watched it. It sounded like it was looped. I swear, Brett, can you please play the first episode of Some Good News and tell me if it doesn't sound like John Krasinski has a different voice all of a sudden. How many views does this have? Oh, 17 million. Okay, great. Good evening, everybody. Even though it is very clearly the afternoon, and welcome to SGN. John, what is SGN? That's a That's not his voice. Good evening, everybody. It's like, you know, when you watch The Office and he would just be like, I'm going to prank Dwight today. I'm going to put his stapler in a block of Joe. He's That's like, his, what happened? I have voice? to figure out how to tell Pam that I have feelings about her. But her, she's engaged to Roy. <laughs> that voice, you- am I wrong about that voice? What is that? This is all new to me. I've never seen this. As I'm watching it, this is what I'm thinking. What the fuck is this shit? (laughs) Yeah. It's like, what am I doing wrong or right? And then, like, seriously, what is it? Is it like the thing behind him, the the sign that says, I love dad? Was a child forced to make that? You love me? Good evening, everybody. For years now, I've been wondering, why is there not a news show dedicated entirely to good news? Well, desperately seeking my fix somewhere else, I reached out to all of you this week, asking, nay, begging for some good news. Uh. And boy, did you deliver. After reading those replies and the incredibly heartwarming stories that came with them, I thought, all right, enough is enough, world. Why not us? Why not now? So, ladies and gentlemen, this is your fault. And this is SGN. I don't. I'm John Krasinski, and if it isn't clear, what? I don't recognize that voice. That I truly am not sure what's going on here. Can I just say something else? What a fucking loser! (laughs) Like I know he has enough money to buy sell me, but like it's like, oh, can we please get some good news here? Like who says that at a party? I've always wondered why there wasn't a show that focused on good news. Really? Okay. Well, it's like if you're at a party and you're all talking shit about some asshole and someone's like, can we please change the subject to something that is nice? Can we just not talk about work all the time, everyone? How about no politics? Then they they proceed to talk about their work. That's always the switcheroo with those people where they just don't want to hear your work story. Well, also, I also think that let's not talk about politics is code for like, I voted for this piece of shit that's going to kill us all. Yeah, exactly. Can Can we we not not talk about politics that equal? It's like, beep, boop, boop, beep, beep, boop, boop. I'm an undecided voter. I mean, you... We shouldn't have to. You know what I mean? Like, we should all be on the same page here. Are you saying that, like, whatever? Whatever. Well, uh, I don't uh, know what to tell you. Speaking of good news, Tom and Julie, I have some very good news for you Ooh. with this first uh, clip we've got here. Okay. Uh, it's actually an article. Uh, this was sent to us by uh, listener David. And apparently the uh, Prairie Home Companion community is in turmoil uh, and it has to do with the cancellation of the Prairie Home Companion. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, by the way, Tom is so giddy right now. I've never seen him smile like this, I think, in my life. I'm levitating t- right now. I'm levitating. 
Apparently, it has to do with the cancellation of the Prairie Home Companion cruise uh, that was set. <laughs> set <laughs> that was set that's for this not March. Real. That's no way. That's real. Uh, just, I'm going to share the article with you right now. This was in the New York Times this past week. <laughs> no Prairie Home Companion at sea, and no, and so far, no refund either. Garrison Keillor's cruise was set to sail. Set. Garrison Keillor's cruise was to set sail in March. Loyal fans out thousands of dollars still scrambling to determine if they will get their money back. And if so, how much? He's dead, right? Garrison he, Keillor? He, ki- he killed over. Yeah, they bring his corpse on the boat and then they bury him <laughs> at sea. That's the whole that's the whole thing they do. Wait, is they this cruise just a, like, a glorified Viking funeral? Yeah, they set him on fire. I'm not dead yet. Why would? Why are you pouring gasoline on me? I'm not dead yet. I was just on the cruise here to talk all about some home baked pies. I figured I'd tell you all about some stories that happened at Lake Wobegon, where the men are stupid and the women so the have women. left. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just oh, like no. he's on this cruise. So yeah, so apparently there was a um a lake a lake will be gone a garrison killer uh uh home prairie com- prairie home companion cruise. Oh boy. Which I'm just gonna say this yeah. was probably if you're if you're a single person and looking for if looking for action. Probably not the cruise you should go on. Unless action means Legionnaire's disease. (laughs) (laughs) I went on that Prairie Home Companion cruise. I tell you, I was beating them off (laughs) with a stick. Like... (laughs) It was a -a sex-a-thon. They should be grateful that they don't have to go on this this murder boat yeah don't you picture this boat sailing just right at like some sort of like flaming like pit of just like they're just like this is a one-way cruise we're just we're sailing it right into the abyss (laughs) and now you're all on it and you got what you signed up for you shouldn't have signed up for this cruise oh you know it'd be good because i did see isn't there a scene in, I haven't seen it in a long time, but in The Dark Knight, doesn't the Joker give something to one boat and something to another boat that says you can detonate this so the other boat kills the... Yeah, yeah. The other. Okay, they should do that with the Turner Classic Movie Cruise and the, <laughs> the Home Companion Cruise where the two of them are like, <laughs> don't you think this is a good idea? So it would be the... I mean, we're going to lose the election anyway. We may as well... <laughs> I, I, I got to interrupt. I'm so sorry. Before we, I, I just saw the line. I'm just going to give you this line. But the email, complete with a limerick written by Mr. Keeler, <laughs> left a lot of questions unanswered. I'm so sorry to interrupt you, but no, I no. feel like that took precedent over anything Wait, no, we should, that anyone we should, yeah, on the just, planet you know was what? going Forget to it. say. Just start from the beginning. Just read us the article, Brett. Mommy. Sure. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I think th- this is really the standout part. So I can summarize the the first part, which is that the cruise was canceled back in March 
Um, but the passengers have yet to been have yet to receive a refund uh, and have yet to receive any indication about when a refund is coming or if a refund is coming. And then uh, this past week, uh, apparently Garrison Keillor sent an email, a mass email out to all of the. I thought he was dead. Oh no, he's he's very much alive. Um, oh, he is. I, yeah. I'm not oh, even yeah. joking. I oh, no, no, seriously did think he was. I did not realize that. Okay, he I did, did have think a, he, he did have died. a Me Too uh, scandal. Maybe that's what you're thinking well, of instead. Maybe he like he retired. He was possibly retired. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. they removed. They walked him to the city limits of Lake Wobegon, <laughs> like Rambo in the first <laughs> first Blood, the first Rambo movie, when they're just like, get out of town. Right. We don't like you in here. Okay, I really did think he had died. Okay, sorry, go ahead. So in in an attempt to kind of calm everyone down, uh, he sent this mass email out. um, And I'll read here. It says, um, uh, he sent a mass email that jumped from a personal anecdote about sheltering in place to Franz Kafka to plans for his own novel in which Lake Wobegonians catch a virus from eating cheese that causes compulsive admission of innermost thoughts and guilty secrets, uh, a novel which he offered advanced copies of at cost plus postage, as well as a monetary prize for the winning title suggestion. Uh, and then the email, complete with a limerick written by Mr. Keeler, uh, left a lot of questions unanswered, Ugh. presumably about the refund that everyone I was ne- curious about. I need about. to see this limerick. I'm yeah. begging. I, I Can we so, find I, it I online? I scoured the depths of the internet for this email that he sent out. Presumably, you which checked the, the dark, you've checked the dark web? I've checked the dark web. I've checked. I've gone through a bunch of Reddit threads. I cannot find this email. Uh, there's I, plenty of should, references to it, but I cannot find the actual text. So if any listeners out there have Silk it. Silk Road. Go over to Silk Road and you can buy all sorts of things. Handguns, automatic weapons, ketamine, everything I've ever wanted I can buy over at Silk. Opioids. Over Lake Wobegon. Does Lake Wobegon have an opioid problem? I am pretty sure they do. I think you Um, can guarantee. His novel, first of all, I definitely think we should buy the novel. At cost. No, that's what I'm saying. We should Post buy the postage. novel at cost and we should probably do something where we raise money. Like we read the novel and if we get enough money, we stop reading it. Yeah. Or we just buy the thing and film us running it over with a car. <laughs> we, just, <laughs> we, just, we just get the book and you just see what the return address is. You just open it up, get your phone out, get your car, just run the book over. So that's some good news. That's that's that is, this good is news. Our, this is our sick version I, of the yeah. John Krasinski I, I show. I feel a little. I it's feel like, this, is, this is the most doomed thing ever. Where we're just like, oh, that's uplifting. <laughs> <laughs> that bunch of ninety-year-olds got ripped off. <laughs> this guy stings, but at least his fans are suffering. Yeah, oh, this guy took his fans for a ride, ri- completely ripped them off, and then wrote a limerick for what <laughs> to to deflect why they're not getting their money back. Oh, that is fun. Just picture the buffet on that cruise. Also, I all can't. the old timey. I, I feel food. like I'm I'm gonna be sick. Just I really do feel like, like I'm gonna be sick. Uh, do I'm- you have any headache powder? Like just like all the old timey garbage that they right, would like be. the stuff that they sell in the Vermont country catalog of like, remember this version of Robitussin? Yeah. They'd be walking <laughs> Yeah, like this is the good stuff. This we is still the real have it. Robitussin. We still we still sell it. If you want us to send you some, we will. 
We've got Robitussin that still has cocaine in it. <laughs> it tastes like licorice. <laughs> yeah. It's and black. Them being on this cruise with just the, just trying to like, all those people lined up for food at the buffet. Just this line's not moving fast enough. I'm hungry. This pizza has pepperoni on it. I can't too eat pepperoni. Spicy. It's, it's too, too spicy. Every, everything would be too spicy. Too spicy. Also, this These yogurt is potatoes. too spicy. <laughs> yogurt is too spicy. They think they have a buffet that's all like white bland food. It's yeah. like yogurt, cottage cheese, mashed potato spread. What kind of cake is this? Well, and then, chocolate cake. It's it looks like it's brown, it's brown. I can't eat chocolate. Well, then don't eat the cake. All right. Then try. Why to, like, not? Why not? I want, but I want. I want, I want to. To, but I want to. I'm thinking of like a bar of the all. Soft serve <laughs> ice cream machine is stuck, and the ice cream's still pouring out of it. Can someone help? It's like, well, like, stop pressing down on it. Yeah, yeah, stop leaning on it. Like, but I, I don't want to. Why is this vanilla coming out of this? Well, because it says vanilla on it is why. But, that's it, but the, I don't. But I don't like vanilla. Know, it's too maybe, spicy. <laughs> and then the captain is just like. Uh, Captain just walks the plank on the ship. <laughs> Captain's just like, big show at six o'clock on the main deck. And he's on the deck. He just jumps off the boat. No one knows how to steer this thing. He makes You're them, all he dead. Ma- he makes this is his last act as he makes them watch him kill himself. Yeah. He lock Captain's just like, I'm gonna kill myself. I locked the control room. There's no no one can steer this boat. You're I'm gonna die, and so are you. By the way, my last, bon my last action was I programmed it to go right towards this iceberg. Yeah, it's just gonna go right toward right toward the Bermuda Triangle. And and then they're all like, Garrison, save us. You can steer the boat, right? And he's just like, I have a limerick. <laughs> And I have a limerick as he gets on a chopper that like flies off the thing. Like, there once was a man named Go Fuck Yourself. This was good news. This I was in a bad mood. I had the I had the I dull feel drums. better, but I'm still blue. Yeah. What else do you have for us, Brett? Mommy. All well, right. Brett, also, Brett, what yeah. let me just ask you aside. What are your cats' names? Uh my cats are named Francis and Mabel. Aww. Oh, those are nice names. And I have a te- dog named Juno as well. Okay. Will After you the tell movie. Us a story about the cats. Um, sure. Um they uh let's see. Um, well, we just got a new plant and they, uh, they're, they're, they're eating it. Uh, and so we're trying to deal with that right now. Uh, they, uh, we got this plant that we're, we were really happy about. Uh, and then we, uh, sh- um, woke up in the morning and there was just big bite marks out of, out of the leaves. Uh, the whole bottom ring uh-huh. of leaves just had big, almost like cartoonish, like chomp marks taken out of it. <laughs> you could see the like outline of the teeth. <laughs> Um, and, and, um, the, usually they're not too, they don't try to hide 
things that they do usually, but this, uh, it's happened now like three days in a row and I can't, I haven't yet to catch them anywhere near the plant. Uh, so I, I don't even see them going even remotely close to it during the day, but then we wake up in the morning and there are these big bite marks sticking out of the leaves. So, um, is there any chance that the cat is sleepwalking and is like, hurry, bro, <laughs> It's it's that actually is the best explanation I've mm-hmm. heard yet because uh, okay. there doesn't they seem it seems to be an out of body experience that's going on. You don't think um, they're just covering it up because they're wily? But they aren't. They don't. They aren't typically wily. They don't. They don't really like. They either don't feel guilt or they don't know that they're supposed to feel guilt for things that they do that are yeah. that are kind of uh, out of line. That was but, before uh, you introduced this new character named the delicious plant into the play. Yeah, that's on you. Why do you think we're acting like this? You put a delicious plant in the house. Please tell me how I'm supposed to act again with this delicious plant staring at me. <laughs> Which I know that you're going to get in the way of if I walk toward. I got to eat this thing before you do. <laughs> <laughs> Mabel, do think, Mabel the is saying, he fall- yeah. I got to eat this plant before, before Brett gets to it. Do you in think France? the cats call you Brett? Yeah, they call your wife mom, but you're Brett. Yeah. Out of, like, disrespect. <laughs> they don't call you dad. <laughs> They're like, all right, whatever, Brett. And yeah. then Francis Francis is like, like, is he asleep yet? And Mabel's like, yeah. yeah. And Francis oh, is probably, like, it's probably dreaming about eating that plant, don't you think? Yeah. Well, we better hurry up. We better wipe that plant out. What other news do you have, Brett? What's some good news? All right. Well, I got a good one here for you. So apparently this past week, and this is this, we were alerted about this by a listener named Justin. Uh, so apparently this past week, uh, Robert Pattinson gave an interview with GQ. Oh, is it about the pasta? Uh, no, not not about oh. the pasta. Um, oh, okay. But uh, that is also worth watching. Uh, but he, <laughs> in the same interview, he uh, revealed that uh, he has not been working out during quarantine um and this seemingly you know was just a kind of innocuous thing but because he's in the middle of filming the batman movie this revelation that he was not working out was very alarming to certain people on the internet um and one person uh there's this guy who pulling it up now uh john campia he hosts a web show called the john campia show where he talks about uh, comic book movies and MMA and uh, new technologies. All, all the cool, cool stuff, basically. <laughs> yeah. Cool yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, and he has very, uh, you know, very uh, strong opinions about these things. Uh, so John Campia was very, very upset to hear that Robert, Robert Pattinson is not working out uh, during quarantine. I cannot wait for this. This is truly the <laughs> most exciting. Do you know exciting. who that guy is, Tom? I don't know anything about... Uh, is he on about, the left uh, or on the right? Uh, he is on the left in the kind of studio setup. And this, okay. is, this is a guest he has on the right. Uh, and it's a little confusing. The guest's name is Rob. So when he says Rob, he's not like directly okay. addressing Robert Pattinson. He's talking to his guest. Okay. And uh, here we go. But Rob, we live in an era now in, in the golden age of comic book movies where we have these titans, these characters that are titans. They're gods. You know, in, in the mythological realm of our pop culture, these are Thors and Hulks and Captain Americas and Superman and Batman. And Rob, here's where I take umbrage with what Robert Pattinson was saying. This is where I get upset and this is where this bothers me. 
I, when I was cheering for Robert Pattinson becoming Batman, I never thought for a second that he's probably a good 160, 165. He probably, he probably tilts in at a good 160, 165. I never thought for a moment that he was going to take some magical horse steroids and suddenly become this gigantic ripped 265 pound monster. I never for once expected that. I never for once thought that. I never for once put that onus on him that he, he had to become that. Never once. Never once. He was never going to become that. And that's totally fine. Rob, the only thing I want from the actor who's going to be playing Batman, an actor who is getting a role that tens of thousands of other actors would kill for and do anything for, a character that is a titan in our pop cultural consciousness, the Batman character is almost as recognizable as a portrait of Jesus somewhere around the world. Batman is an important character to the studio. A studio who has entrusted this iconic character to you and a fandom that the studio and you are asking to get on board with. And I'm one of them. I'm on board. Rob, the only thing I ask of an actor who is blessed by all means, take your time getting to this and anointed With this iconic role, this trust, the only thing I ask is give me, as an audience member, your best effort. That's all I ask. Take the role and say, you know what? I'm never going to be 260 pounds bodybuilder, but I'm going to give you my best effort. That's all I ask. That's all I ask. Can you pause this, please? Honor the studio. Can you pause this? Look. (laughs) What the fuck is wrong with this guy? Like seriously, what what is going on in this guy's head? And I don't. This this is the one of the most troubling things I've ever heard in my life. I mean, honestly, this is a guy who's worked up into a frenzy about whether this guy is is lifting weights enough before they start. For, and, and does this guy not know how like working out works? That just like. Oddly he'll, enough, I don't know if he does. I really he'll don't. He'll start. He'll start when the movie's closer. I first of all, I think the bit the glaring mistake is that somebody put his microphone on and, and like turned the camera on because this is something that someone should be saying in his mirror. Oh my, this is this is like can you imagine being this worked up to Over where he's anything? He He's legitimately anguished about this. He seems like a preacher. He seems like he has a congregation the way that preachers will stop. And then they'll start again. And then they'll repeat things. And then they'll repeat things. One thing I want to say. There's just one thing that I want to know. And it's if you're going to get to play Batman, one thing I want to know. Which tens of thousands of actors would kill for. I just want to know that you're going to give it your best. Yeah, I'm sure Robert Pattinson, when they finally start filming this thing, is going to show up and just be phoning it in and just be like, that Batman talks like this now. That's because that's how Batman's like, he's, he's no, he's going to play Batman. He's going to be great. It is interesting to see one of like a, a guy sort of obsessing over another guy's body the way that they do with women. 
You know, like yeah. the, the idea that he's like, I picture him at like what, 160, 175. Like, whoa, that's yeah. really invasive about anybody's like. I'm not expecting think? him. Yeah. I'm not expecting him to be 260. <laughs> but he's probably around 160, 165 now. And I would just want him to. One thing I want from this guy. Which is if to he's suck my cock. Yeah. I just want him to suck my cock. <laughs> I'm just asking for one thing. One thing. Suck and, my cock. And he's Why got, can't Robert Pattinson suck my cock? He's got his background as if it's as if he's in like some control center. Right, like he's like a news guy. Yeah. Breaking news. Robert Pattinson is 181. Robert Pattinson just got past 180. (laughs) And. But but if he goes to the bathroom, after he goes to the bathroom, we'll update you later today. Breaking news. We just found out Robert Pattinson just just ordered Grubhub. (laughs) He just ordered Burger King. Burger King. I have one thing that I need to say about that. There's one thing I want to know. Batman doesn't eat Whoppers. (laughs) I mean, this guy's like Jesus. (laughs) He's also like, is that supposed to be provocative? What do you think? You're like the Beatles. Like, yeah. Oh, this is going to like ruffle some people's feathers. Like nobody cares. Isn't there a part of. Isn't there a part of you that would love to see him just get totally just grilled for for the Jesus comment and have him be like, I apologize. (laughs) If I offended anybody by comparing Batman to Jesus, I apologize. One thing I want to do is apologize. And the thing is, Jesus, Jesus is probably 160, 165. Like, he's not a 260-pound muscle man. But we're talking about he's probably tall. So what are we putting him? Like, 5'11", five, five at least. 5'11", yeah. <laughs> and he's also talking, he starts this thing off, he's like, we got these icons, Thor and Hulk. Hulk is, is a computer program. He's not there. There's no such thing as Hulk. It's a it's a guy in a in a unitard with ping pong balls all over it, and then they they put it together, and then Mark Ruffalo goes to the movie theater and sees right. what Hulk looks like for the first time with the audience. Right. It would be like um, he was mad at like Tim Allen for not working out, even though another Toy Story is coming around the bend, and he has to play an astronaut in it. There's just one thing we're talking about: Toy Story. We're talking about Woody. <laughs> Talk about Buzz Lightyear. These are some of the iconic characters in the history, like Jesus. <laughs> Buzz Lightyear and Jesus. No, Buzz Lightyear. I'm sorry, he's not 200. Like, imagine if Tim Allen gained Buzz so Lightyear. much. <laughs> yeah, what he's talking it's about? Buzz like, Lightyear, not Buzz Heavy Year. Astronauts wouldn't be able to get into space if they were fat. Buzz Lightyear is like a toy that weighs like two two pounds, three pounds. <laughs> And I'm hearing Tim Allen <laughs> just went to Paquito uh, Moss last he, weekend. He showed up at the voiceover session 
with some Arby's. <laughs> with a big beef and cheese. He was in the booth with a big beef and cheese and a mint chocolate chip milkshake from Arby's. <laughs> no, that's I, I worked out how many calories that are, and it's going to make you so mad. These are the icons. <laughs> Buzz Lightyear, Jesus. Jesus Christ, <laughs> the Hulk, the Hulk, Simba Thor. from Lion King. <laughs> yeah, this guy should be ashamed of himself. This is just, this is just a low point for humanity that an adult would would rant like this and expect us to expect us to take it as seriously uh, do do you think he's is this a put on or do you think he's actually upset about this i think i think he wants robert pattinson to suck his cock yeah i would probably I, I i'm just gonna keep going back to that yeah, because no, i think you're right i think you i think that's probably what it is i want to know why i can't <laughs> get a job on the set of the new batman movie oiling down robert pattinson so that he and i can meet organically and he's like, this guy's on set. I'm on set. He's not a creep. And, and then we could have the, chemistry. <laughs> I want to get on the set of this Batman movie and say to him, this tens of thousands of actors would have killed for this part. <laughs> to suck my cock. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I mean, what? Yeah. I, wait, why am I? Get your hands off of me. Totally. <laughs> I want to be able to co- you picture him outside of like a store. I'm not wearing a mask. <laughs> or he shows up with a Batman mask on yeah. at Gelson's. He's outside Gelson's. What? This is a mask. This is an iconic mask. <laughs> there are three icons. Holden three Caulfield. Icon- Holden Caulfield. Batman. And uh, Honey Boo Boo. <laughs> honey- and I'm wearing a Batman mask. Into this girl. I have private things I need to buy. <laughs> he, um, yeah, he should, he is, uh, that a guy blight. wants Robert Pattinson to be a little more muscular so he can, like, finally, like, fuck him the way he wants to fuck him. He's like, I wish you would, I wish your delts were a little bit bigger. Did you see his delts in these latest photos? You tell me. These are Jesus Christ had better delts. <laughs> Buzz Lightyear had better delts. All I'm asking is that he do more reps, and he send fu- me video of himself doing them. I don't care how many leg days Robert Pattinson is scheduling at the gym. He needs to work on his delts. He's cool. That guy's cool. And I like him. I like this guy. This guy puts me in a good mood. Also. <laughs> I'm glad people have their eyes on the prize in the middle of a pandemic, that they're focusing on the right thing, Yeah, which is whether a guy playing the 15th version of Batman (laughs) is going to exercise enough before filming starts again. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Do you feel any better, Julie? No. No. I do. You know why? Why? Because there's one thing. (laughs) I listen to these podcasts. I listen to Comedy Bang Bang. 
Doughboys and This American Life. Yeah. I listen to Blank Check. <laughs> and if Griffin Newman can't work out before an episode of Blank... I just found... I just heard he's not exercising because no, I of know, the pen. I know the tick was canceled, but it could come back. He plays Arthur on the tick. <laughs> what if he needs to play the tick? Should we do an update on um, Mr. Smooth? Yeah, so... Um, uh, Eric Smooth, who we had on last week for Schlub Rescue, has had a very uh, exciting week on Twitter uh, using all the uh, advice that you guys gave him. And Schlub Rescue is the segment we launched on the show where we take over your social media, whether your Twitter and or whatever, what, whatever it be, and we, 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 we shape it in our own image and we, we fix it and we rescue you from your own uh, Terrible personality. Yes. Oh yeah. So and he so he's been on a tear. He's taking our advice. Yeah, he's been doing. He's been using your advice. Uh, it's been yielding results. Uh, he was at seventy-one followers when he came on Schlub Rescue, and that was uh, that was over the course of uh, eleven years. He had accumulated seventy-one <laughs> followers, and then in the in just one week, he's up to two hundred forty-eight followers. Yeah, and he is at Eric the Smith. At Eric the Smith, uh, he's got some great pizza tweets. Uh, okay, let's see what he's got. What's that thing about? Okay, Pete, Papa always gets a slice. Two hours ago. Oh, so he found someone who found. See, he found someone who tweeted about a Papa John's pie where like a slice was missing out of it, which is a disgusting, too completely believable. Yeah, I'm hungry, and. And Eric retweeted, by the way, all cat like capital appropriate punctuation. Mm-hmm. He said, Papa always gets a slice. Super funny on brand for his pizza shtick. We gave mm-hmm. the schlub some shtick. Yes. And his thing is that he talks about pizza and talks about his music and, and goes he, and after podcast pits, teams. Yeah, he pits a podcast couples against each other what else does he have it makes me sick to think about delivery is antithetical to the DiGiorno's experience oh that's funny okay oh is he picking fights with other people hold on let me see Tom will you read this which one the uh, David he's like he wrote hey David hey at David Sims the the co-host of blank check uh that we were just talking about I've squashed every beef except this one hashtag the beef that got away. <laughs> and furthermore, if you listen to at Double Thread Pod, this would make a lot more sense. Good for him. He plugged the show. He has a show. plug for us. Very nice. Meanwhile, David's like, duh, 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 duh. I'm nothing. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's like, I, I'm delivering a pizza and I ate a slice. You think that David Sims is Papa John? Yeah, I do. I think. And he went after Kevin uh, Bartholthe. Ah! That's amazing. You want to read read that one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Even though I still don't respect him as a podcaster, at Kevin J. Bartelt has an open invitation to play bass on Pizza Lover. That's great. Yeah. Did Kevin respond or was he too much of a coward? Doesn't look like he responded now. I think they they actually did get into it earlier, so let me find that. Okay. Okay. And the thing is that... um, 
Pizza Lover is the song he's going to drop on June 1st. He better. Yeah, what if he doesn't? If he doesn't, we're all blocking him. No, yeah, then we... Then we Every all then unfollow. We pull up stakes and... Oh, shit. Look at what Kevin... Look at what that little snot nose. <laughs> yeah. Because Eric tweeted... Some of these podcast producers think they can podcast. Those who can pod, those who can't produce at Kevin J. Bartel. Not aim, not Brett. This does not apply to Brett. I believe Brett could pod any day he wanted to. Mm-hmm. And then Kevin tweets back, this won't rescue you. But thanks for formerly supporting maybe. So then Don't. Eric did a beautiful job of responding oh. by saying, you're welcome. Very sorry to hear I roasted you into hiatus. <laughs> yeah. Eric, 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 I'm so proud. Yeah. And then somebody wrote, slay him, King. <laughs> and he, then he said, let's just say you won't be hearing any more maybe don'ts for a while. Which is great because he's so, taken it into actual threat territory. Yeah. No, he's a monster now. Now, we we have created a monster who is... In the best possible sense. Picking fights and continuing them. And also, like, picking fights with people that are already vulnerable and <laughs> just yeah. completely... Yeah. That's Eric, terrific. I'm so Eric proud. Eric Smooth, at Eric the Smith, you did Schlub Rescue and you are now... Living the best life you've got. The bird has flown from the nest. Mama bird nudged you out and you are taking wing. Well, are you in a better mood, Julie? Yes, I am now. Now that I saw our our schlub. Uh, Just blast Kevin, yeah. the producer of Hollywood Handbook. I love it. That made me feel good. And if you want to be on Schlub Rescue, if you feel like your social media presence is lacking, drop us a line at Double Threat Pod or Double Threat Pod at gmail.com. And then also send us stuff to watch and talk about and get all, uh, you know, riled up about that address. But don't send it to us because we want to be surprised. Yes, we want to see that Lake Wobegon article while we're doing the show, not know about it in advance and not read I, it. So surprise I still, us. Yeah. I still can't believe that guy's alive. I really did. I really did come into this conversation thinking Garrison Keillor was dead. Well, <sighs> maybe we get him on Schlub Rescue. Never, no. I mean, yes, definitely. Anybody we talk about is is welcome to join. Oh, and by the yes. way, I've been um, watching like a lot of Columbo episodes and I... Um, posted something about it on Instagram and Robin Columbo. Hold on. I have to read this to you because this is okay. This is really special. And we'll go out on this because it is a very bright spot in my day. Robin uh, Columbo one, from McMillions, who was a guest on the show. Guest and friend of the show. I'd say Robin Columbo. She wrote, you are so amazingly funny to me. LOL. Too bad that Columbo didn't have to go to Fred. Of- <laughs> Hold on. Let me do this again. Okay. She writes, too bad that Columbo didn't have to go to federal prison like this Columbo, L-A-M-O. <laughs> and then she did three angel emojis and two hearts. So in case you're worried about whether or not Robin Columbo is the best, yeah, you don't need to be yeah. worried about that anymore. She has, she has attained 
permanent <laughs> god status. I mean, what more do you want? Yes. Well, what I would want is her to know I'm on this show. But other than that, <laughs> she, <laughs> she kept calling clearly you Brett. had no idea. I, did, she, did she call you Chris or Brett or she both? She just called. She I she know I, she didn't call she me She did not Tom. acknowledge you once. Yeah. Well, it's maybe one day fine. she will. Yeah, one day. Um, dream. But thanks and, for, uh, we, and 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 sorry. Oh, and then please also we we also want is for you to subscribe to Double Threat on whatever podcast app you use and to rate us on iTunes and all that good stuff and tell your friends about us. And and actually uh Robin Columbo left us an iTunes review, by the way, a five star iTunes what? iTunes review. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. At least Robin Columbo thinks that I host the show where is that woman who said like that she liked the show, but who's that? Who's that female guest that laughs all the time? Was like <laughs> she doesn't think I'm involved at all. So maybe it balances out at some point. Double threats, my favorite show. Julie and Brett and Chris. <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> She's well, the best. Everybody, thanks for listening. We will be back next week with another episode. And remember, double threat. Hi. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.